Well, this morning, just a little reflection on our gospel. I'll draw your attention to one part of the gospel today. Jesus is doing good works. He's working miracles. He's healing people. And he's performing exorcisms. He's driving out demons. And ironically, the Pharisees, his opponents... They accuse him of operating under the power of the devil. Okay? Can you imagine that? And actually, within Judaism, of course, you know, it doesn't, it should go without saying, uh, Catholics have so much in common with Judaism. And, uh, the Jewish people have a very special role in the, in God's plan of salvation for the world. And so, don't take anything I say, you know, when I speak against Pharisees all the time, you know, it, it's not an anti-Semitic thing. It's just, this is, this is, uh, something our Lord is, focuses a lot on, is the error of the, of the Pharisees. But the Pharisees, eventually, they did historically turn into rabbinic Judaism as we know it today. And in the Jewish tradition, they have traditions about Jesus of Nazareth, and one of the main things that they say, it's, it's a very small thing, they have a vast body of literature, but you can find passages here and there in what's called the Talmud and the Mishnah, well, I think of the Talmud in particular, um, where Jesus is portrayed as a magician who's, who works with the power of, under the power of the devil. So this is, this is a, like a, a myth or a legend that caught on within the Jewish tradition, took off. And you see it beginning right here with that original charge. Jesus' original Jewish opponents saying he's under the power of the devil. He's working by the power of the devil. And the lesson for us, my brothers and sisters, is that we've got to be very careful about what we say when it says, oh, that's from the, that's the devil. Okay? Got to be very careful. Because this is precisely what Jesus' own enemies did. They demonized him. So we've got to be very careful about demonizing anybody. Now, the devil is real. And he does work incessantly against God's good plan for the world. And he does it in very subtle ways. And oftentimes, he appears to be doing good things when really he's undermining what's truly good. So the devil is very crafty. And just because something appears superficially to be good, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that it's from God, source of all good. So it takes a lot of discernment. St. Paul teaches us, he says, the devil often appears as an angel of light. Okay? So... It's very true that he's crafty, sometimes he appears to be a good guy and he's really not, takes discernment, he's out to undermine God's plan. But we have to be very, very careful of demon, of seeing the devil everywhere and demonizing people who are different from us or oppose us, who don't like us. And I think the the true key to discerning whether the devil is involved in something 
is virtue, if we are operating according to charity, if we are giving people the benefit of the doubt, if we are suspending judgment and not indulging in rash judgment, rash judgment is a very, very serious problem. It's a very serious sin. It's when you make a judgment call about someone on the basis of inadequate evidence. And we do it all the time. It's very easy to do that. So we've got to really reserve judgment and be very careful and charitable. Try to put positive construction on people's actions. Interpret them in the most favorable light possible until we've got overwhelming evidence that says, you know, they've got bad motives or they're out to do something bad or what have you. And only then will we really have the discernment that it takes to spot the devil and say, oh, this is, this is from the evil one. Otherwise, we're going to fall into the trap of the Pharisees who called the Son of God a man operating by the power of the devil. Can you imagine that? How, how upside down their judgment was. The exact opposite, that they were actually influenced by the devil. And they called the, they said Jesus was operating under the power of the devil. I mean, how... So we got to be real careful. We, I don't want to ever be in the position of the Pharisees. So I'm very reluctant and very careful about saying something's from the devil. I'm not sure. This is a cultural reference, and maybe uh, you know you're not going to get it. But I know I was. My teenage years were in the '90s, and everybody knows Saturday Night Live. Okay. There was a skit that Dana Carvey did back in the in the '90s. It, where it was the church lady, okay, and the church lady was like you really couldn't tell if she was like Methodist or Presbyterian or Catholic, you know the way <laughs> there was like stained glass, this kind of like vague stained glass window in the back, and she she just kind of like captured sort of like mainstream Protestant slash Catholic, you know, religion, and uh, she would always do this thing was a refrain. She would say, "Oh, I wonder." Who could be responsible for that? I wonder, oh, who could it be? Who could it be? Maybe Satan? Okay, I don't know if you, if you can recall that or not, but that was the act. And what Dana Carvey was doing was he was capturing a kind of a judgmentalism that sometimes religious people can be given to. We can be very quick to say that this is the devil. And we have to be careful about that because this is precisely what the Pharisees did. So we always need to really put a positive construction on people's actions, give people the benefit of the doubt, operate in charity, and only then will we actually really have that, the discernment to be able to say this is the devil or this is, this is not.